Hello and welcome to episode 64 of That King Think, uh, where three brothers and this week a special guest talk nonsense, bullcrap about video games and probably anything else that comes up in the meantime as well. Uh, I'm your main host, as usual, Thomas King, and I'm joined by middle sibling Joshua. Hola. Little sibling James. Hello. And special Patreon sponsor guest person, Stephen Frodgson. Hi. And regular hey. contributor. I try. Yeah, it's very regular. You try. <laughs> you do try. How are we all? How is everybody? All good, all good. Surviving. Yeah. In, in the hood. In the hood. That needed in the hood on the end. <laughs> <laughs> so, what have people been up to this week gaming-wise? Paladins. Oh yeah, you've played a bit of that, haven't you? I keep meaning to turn that on, but I've Crossed not done out, it yet. Paladins, a couple of little games, and I am about 260 games score away from 100,000. You need more life. Six figure <laughs> digits, bitches. It depends on how proud of that you want to be. I don't yeah, know. There's, there's two I'm ways just, that could it's go. It's climbing that quick because of 100 game score achievements on Paladins, it don't really feel like I'm putting much effort in anymore. So basically, what you're saying is you're playing easy to score games. They're not easy to score achievements, me. but big Palad- score achievements. Paladins throws achievements at you. Five headshots in a row without missing once. It throws achievements at you. <laughs> honest. Yeah. I remember playing that game for one session alone, and I came out of it with about 500 gamer score. Well. You know where to go so, to get some more. Yeah. James, what about you? I've been playing uh, Zombie Chronicles. A lot as well, really, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> what way have you got to? Oh, I've got to loads of different levels on all of them. Yeah, but I mean top wave. What top yeah, wave have you got to? Yeah, what's the best you've done? Uh, I got to 32 on um, oh, Nakda Uten. Nakta Uten, which one's Nacta, that one? the original one, sure the first ever one. Untoten, whatever. Uten, I don't know. Steve, um, Steve can answer this because Steve's the yeah. resident zombie obsessed person. Pressure, Steve. Pressure. Which one's which? <laughs> Ask me the question. Which, which zombie maps question. which? Which one's Nakder and Toten? It's the first one. That's the very, very first one that was a super surprise on World at War. Until they updated it and made it a default map. So hang on, Nocturne and Toten is the one where you start in the little wooden shed, isn't it? No, no. It's like a little abandoned building kind of thing. And I believe, I, I could be wrong because I don't speak German, but I'm pretty sure it, tra- it translates as Night Hang on, the so Nocturne and Toten is the original one. Yeah, yeah. The airfield-based one. So the what's, bunker, what's the one with the swamp like called where you used to run circles around the swamp? Shinonuma. Shinonuma. Doesn't matter. Fine. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> now I realise my mistake. We can continue. Is that all you've done, James, all week? Pretty much, yeah. I just love zombies and like. <laughs> Don't knock it till you've tried it. Exactly. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. I just wondered if there's anything else it's done. I cannot do Origins though. That one is just so hard. Which one's <laughs> Origins? Well, I've been asking Steve to help me, but he just won't. He's been tight about it. And then, when have you asked me to help? When have you asked me to help? Two days ago. <laughs> Where? Proof. Pixar it didn't happen. Pixar it didn't happen. Well, I don't know what's going on in it. There's just so much going on around you and you just can't keep up with it. Which one's Origins? It's 
final Was DLC it? map on Black Ops 2. Is it that one with Rocket? Uh, no, no, that's, that's Ascension. Ascension. Yeah. See, it uh, shows Origins how little attention giant I robots get. walking about the map for the entire yeah. game. I have no oh, is it on with dragons or some shit? No, no. God of Grovey, Black Ops 3. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> he is Resident expert prevails. What's your mastermind <laughs> subject? <laughs> it should be. No, 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 really sure subject, I really should have. <laughs> the, thing is quick. the thing that's scary is he knows this much about zombies and he's not picked his specialist subject, so I how know. much does he know about his specialist subject? <laughs> well, we'll, we'll find out in a bit, won't we? We'll find out in a bit. What have you been up to this week, gaming-wise, Stephen? Um, a little bit of Morrowind, which obviously is just much of the same, and yeah. I kind of feel robbed at paying 50 quid for it, but, you know, reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Zombie Chronicles, obviously, because reasons. Okay. It's amazing. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Um, just... I would say it's worth the money. So, we obviously, with Chronicles, we're talking about the expansion to Black Ops 3, effectively, here, aren't yeah. we? Yeah, so, yeah. Um, there's no remaster of um, what's it called that they'd already done in Black Ops Three and Tweak the Giant Derise. Is yes. it Derise? Yeah. Yeah. So there's no remaster of the original Derise in there, is there? Because no. of the fact that you've got the Giant, which, which is the new is modern the equivalent. Yeah. Yeah. It's just got new features in it. Yeah. But then just about everything else from all the earlier ones is in there, isn't it? Pretty much. With a few tweaks. They've changed a few yeah. bits in the map and uh, done a few in, things in, to try and catch people out, as it were. Yeah. Removed bugs and glitches, I assume. Uh, that, and added characters where characters weren't and little things in the backgrounds to uh, see if people are paying attention, I suppose, is the way to put it. Yeah. Did I notice that they've got newer guns in the older maps as well? They have. Yes. Yeah. And gobble guns well. and uh, <clears throat> new perks. Yeah. yeah. Go on, then. So they sort of blended it all together. Yeah, they've mi- they've mixed them together and they've done it quite well as well. It, it sounds it sounds like they've done similar to what the giant is to Derise, which yes. isn't too bad of an update. The only fear that I have whenever I watch you play it, James, is that it's got just too much going on for it now because they've put so much <laughs> extra stuff in it. If if you think that's got a lot going on, you need to see um, on Origins. That one. I'm is pretty sure I played Origins <laughs> on one of them. Which one's it on originally? Origins. Black, Black Ops, Ops Two. 2. That one. I probably played it then. It's the one where you're in the trenches. On the oh um, yeah, I've chased I've chased Steve around on that many times over the years. I think. Click his chase. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I do Click remember. No, I do remember trenches. Origins now in the trenches. There's one with a bus or something, isn't there? That's transit. transit. That's transit. Yeah. See, Origins was Origins was in the trenches, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, all I've been doing is playing driving games and melting in the sun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gamer's worst nightmare: the sun, the heat. Well, the thing is, I like I've not done a huge amount gaming wise because I've actually been outside. As yeah. followers of the Twitter account noticed when I when it got smashed on Saturday and tweeted, "We know you all love games, but come on, come outside and have a beer." <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, I tried to play some Dirt 4 and some Project Cars, and I have played them, but it's so uncomfortable when it's this warm, yeah. even with a fan and stuff like that. It's I'm guessing it's even worse in your driving seat, though. Well, yeah, well it's not any now, different, but I just mean that it's... With a controller. It's pretty warm. The main reason I was playing it is because I had to be... Um, 
Stu and Chris's Le Mans time because the weekend that's just gone was the real world Le Mans 24 hours. And Chris and Stu from Back of the Grid podcast that I do both set a time on Project Cars in a Le Mans car around Le Mans. So I had to beat it. So I live streamed it. And then after I'd live streamed that, people were watching and they were kind of giving me suggestions of cars to use around certain tracks and stuff and giving me lap times to beat. This before or after you were tweeting drunk? I didn't tweet drunk. I thought you said you did. No, I just tweeted while I was out. That was literally my first pint. And that was it. No, I tweeted during my first pint. Saying, don't be a don't be a recluse gamer nerd. Come outside and drink beer. <laughs> Come join us. <laughs> or if you want a reason to go out, just get Pokemon Go or something. I'll get you outside. <laughs> yeah, if people are still playing that, <laughs> there is an update to that, but I've not put it in the news because nobody plays it anymore, so it's irrelevant. They're updating gyms or something, aren't they? Yeah, but that's as much as you're gonna get. <laughs> I'm gonna go get it. Fact, <laughs> that's... I think I, I've got it already. It's on my phone. Yeah, well, that's as much as we're talking about it. That's all I'm saying. Okay. <laughs> I'll go. I'll actually transition us into the real news now. Stephen Frotcham's here, so no one cares about the news. <laughs> I was going to say something similar about the most part well, section of show or something like that, but you know. <laughs> think that this is the most pointless bit. Nobody really. tunes in for the news. They want to hear everyone make a dick of themselves in the competitions and the quizzes. No. <laughs> yeah, but we've got to fluff it out. And we also want to, we, we want no, more of Josh's games. Video. We want more of Josh's games and less of everyone else's. <laughs> <laughs> Just get that out there. <laughs> you do realize you do realize that by the end of the year, I would die of a stress heart attack <laughs> and continue playing nothing but Josh's games. I just want to play Josh's really. bingo. That was the best thing ever. <laughs> my bingo is amazing thank you you're very Steve. welcome thank you very very much i've got a massive smile on my face now you did this, that this question this makes me question all our patreons um, <laughs> opinions of the show because <laughs> when people are paying for it and then say things like that it's like oh my god no. patreon paul <laughs> what are you really paying for <laughs> yeah <laughs> We'll do, quickly, we'll do the news quickly then, Steve, if you don't like I'm it. I'm only kidding. There's not much of it anyway. It's it's one of those horrible weeks where it's post E3, so all the news is still just people talking about <laughs> E3 stuff. It's just wrap-up, really. And it, then there's odd little bits that are slightly worth talking about. Um, one of which, the first of which, uh, is that pictures have leaked of actual physical copies of Modern Warfare Remastered standalone. Um Specifically a PS4 copy, but it's not to say there won't be an Xbox copy. Uh, there was an original rumour that it may come out on the 27th of June, um, but then there's also been some little screenshots and paperwork snapshots suggesting it could be today as we record it, which is Tuesday the 20th of June, for a multitude of reasons. Um but at the time of recording, it's not happened yet. So between now, when I say this, and then when I finish editing in and put this live Thursday morning, you never know. You might be able to go buy Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered standalone. Um, if not, it might I be might next do. week. What did you say, James? I said I might do that. What, you you think you'd actually go buy it if they started selling Too it standalone? Right. If it was standalone, yeah. And if it wasn't... I don't... Would the price, the pri- the price point I've seen for it is $50.00. So it probably be, it'll probably still be about fifty quid. Oh, I don't know then. I don't I don't know if I buy it at fifty quid. 
because it's, it's especially not like if you bought it game. digital if they did it yeah. standalone and you bought it digital I'd imagine you'd be talking 50 quid yeah so we shall have to see I'd, I'd consider it but it would heavily depend on the price yeah exactly yeah yeah. yeah so yeah it, as you listen to this it could have already been announced um, it might not but it it's looking very likely that it's going to happen just because of these pictures they don't look very fake they look pretty legit. So, yeah. Um, Mario Odyssey will have local co-op. Um, in that, effectively, Mario is going to be controlled by player one, and player two gets to control the crazy Cappy, which is his cap with eyes, that lets him <coughs> take over things and stuff. Um, and apparently the gameplay of Cappy is going to be fairly basic, that you just kind of float around with Mario and protect him from stuff and do little bits and pieces. So it's kind of been hinted that the idea of it is maybe as a way to introduce gamers who are quite green and fresh to gaming or maybe younger players, so like for parents to play and have the kids play along with them with the, the Cappy character. That's it, I'm getting a Switch. <laughs> what, just for that? Just No, just to get Lucy on a game. <laughs> Yeah, but if you, the thing is, I think if you're going to get Lucy playing games, something like a Switch is probably your best route in anyway. Yeah. 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 I know or you're getting, you're need starting to get. From you. That's she wanted, we, got, we, we, haven't got, we haven't got any games on the N64 that Lucy would play. There's too many buttons on that control anyway. She can't use an Xbox control yet. Well, you're teaching her wrong. Her hands are too small for it. Nah, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll teach her how to play Xbox. Oh, by yeah. the time by the time her next birthday comes, she'll be a super sniper on COD. Guarantee you. All right, you got five guarantees. <laughs> Starting <today>. exactly. <laughs> Send her over. Um, so yeah, there's a potential for it to be aimed more at younger players to play with parents. Or something, but it'd be an interesting development to see where that goes and if it does work in the way that people are suggesting. So, but I don't think it's one for like us to play co-op with each other. Yeah. So, um, Minecraft will be going cross-platform, as we all know, and we found out at E3. But there was the fact that everyone thought that Sony were saying, we don't want to be part of this. The reason it turns out is actually because Nintendo Switch users are going to apparently need an Xbox Live account to be able to play with everybody else. Um, and apparently this is to be able to like effectively verify who they are, and allow the users on Switch to be able to access games and worlds that are on Xbox and PC already and get them onto the Switch. So whether this is because Nintendo have stalled initiating their own paid-for platform or whether it's just a, a, an easy way around it from the devs at Minecraft, but that's kind of why PlayStation aren't getting involved because they've possibly been told we're doing it all through Xbox and stuff, which in a way makes a little bit of sense because yeah. you get the games for Windows version now and the Xbox version of the game. Yeah. So it makes, because they're signed in together, it makes sense that, you know, they're cross-compatible. So, for and then for then Nintendo Switch to sign in through Xbox Live, Is that it makes the same sense. for a phone version then? Well, the thing is, this has all been across the different gaming platforms. No one's really specifically mentioned too much about the phone or the iPad or the tablet versions during any of this. So mm. it's a bit of a weird one. Um, 
but it's just it's just official that Nintendo Switch users will be using Xbox Live IDs to sign in to play Minecraft online yeah. against other players on other platforms. That yeah. is definitely happening. It'll so. be it'll probably be similar to like the Solitaire app and stuff Microsoft have got where you still sign in using your Microsoft ID or your email address and then you're linked up to it. I'm just wondering if it'll be like that on tablets and whatever. I no I idea. think you'll probably have to sign into an Xbox Live account on on the tablets and the the phones and stuff. Yeah. If you're going to play cross network, that must be how they're doing it. But then this also indicates the whole Rocket League coming to Nintendo Switch thing, which is definitely happening. Yeah. It indicates that if they're going to make that cross platform, are you going to have to sign into Xbox Live to play Rocket League cross platform? And that's how you're going to be able to do that. Mm. It, it'd be interesting because at the minute you can obviously play against players on PC without any problem, can't you? So, Would you like yeah. a little bit of insight into it? I did some digging on this. Go on. Server migration. So as it stands at the moment, obviously this may not be right. This is what I've read. Apparently the 360, Xbox One, and previously PE, were all on separate servers and they migrated them all onto a different server that the PC uses that I can't think what the name is and that's how they're allowing everyone to play together basically. There's no more server segregation and what I read for Sony was uh, apparently if they did cross-platform play it would be too insecure. Quite ironic coming from the service that gets hacked and has user details stolen <laughs> on a regular basis <laughs> well the, the thing is, is that they, they said it was about a security thing that's the reason they want people to sign into xbox live is so that they can verify who they are before they start letting them into people's minecraft world and stuff like that so there's a security element to it as to why they're asking people to sign in so but the, the question then begs if ipad are allowing it which is you know iOS, one of the most closed-off platforms. What's Sony's excuse? <laughs> I, I think Sony, unfortunately, are a lot more anti-crossplay than, or at least crossplay with Xbox. I yeah. think Sony is still taking the Sony Microsoft rivalry in the console thing more seriously than anyone because, as we said last week, you know Phil Spencer has said. I want to be able to work with Sony and I want to make games like this work because, you know, a a game like Rocket League, as a good example, has a huge player base, but to have an even bigger player base or even like FIFA or Call of Duty, whatever, to be able to have a player base that's like-minded people that you can play against in a versus scenario. And if it's... if it's only in versus scenarios where you can't talk to each other because of the issues you might have with, you know, in-game communication, stick it to just that. Like, if you're playing FIFA clubs like we do, then you can play against people on PlayStation, but you can't talk to people in that scenario anyway, so why does it matter? Same yeah, as if you're just playing 1v1s on Ultimate Team. Same with Madden Ultimate Team, play against people on PlayStation. Uh, same with whatever else I suggested, Call of Duty. You don't need to be able to talk to the team. You could have an Xbox team versus a PlayStation team. Exactly. That'd be interesting. Oh, yeah. That'll settle the debate. That'd be really interesting. <laughs> to really? to have matchmaking to the extent where Xbox players are paired with the other Xbox players, but then to keep server numbers up, you, you'll be matched against 
a team of PlayStation players, that would be really interesting. Can, can you imagine esports becoming console wars? Literally, oh, well, yeah, but it's, on, it's only like like it, this is a, this is a bad analogy to use because people that don't understand motorsport won't get it. But back in the day, there used to be tire wars in motorsport. So you, in sports like Formula One, you had Michelin tires and you had. Um, I can't remember who the other one was now at the time. It was Michelin and Bridgestone. And the idea was the tyres were being made better and better and better to the point that it was, you know, it was like a this is a Bridgestone track that the Bridgestone tyre cars are going to dominate. This is a Michelin track, you know, they're going to do better. And it, it used to be, it used to be a factor. And now they've kind of drilled it down to just simply one tyre it's a bit duller and there's not as much of that involved in it. But it's only a similar thing to what you'd probably get in esports of I'm going to play on a PlayStation for these reasons, whatever they might be. And then another team might choose to be an Xbox-based team because they all want to use the Elite controller because that's their preference. So... Are you aware of the... I don't know if your guys know the Elite controllers... Are you aware of how much of a rip-off they are? Sorry to interrupt the news. Um, not well, ones, they're, they're not exactly cheap. So, you buy a, a normal box standard controller, costs you 25, 30 quid if they're on offer, 50 quid if they're not. You buy an Elite controller, 160 quid, as you know. Standard controller has a 12-month warranty. Elite controller has a 3-month warranty. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> three months and one but, day. But goes. if you in 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 the other flip side of it as well, if you take a normal controller and spend the money to mod it, you instantly invalidate your warranty there and then, and you can get banned for it. Yeah. I think that the, they do definitely need to change the warranty. I can't dispute that. But I think the gameplay enhancement it has, if they sort the warranty, it's justifies why people buy them. Yeah, like the gameplay enhancement of it. It's like, and it's coming from people from all sorts of different games, like people playing FPS games, people playing stuff like Rocket League, and even stuff as weird as people playing Minecraft talk about how much they get out of playing with the Elite controller. They've probably not bought it for that reason, but they've bought it for other reasons, but they still use it. So it's really weird because we've got on a really um strange tangent considering we started talking about <laughs> minecraft at least it's gone full circle i've come back yeah. to minecraft so. <laughs> but the reason i'd structured the news as it was is because i was going to segue although we've we've i'll tell you what we've we've talked about controllers so we could segue in that way because the next yeah, thing yeah. on the news was the new snes style controller from 8bit do uh which is going to be coming out for the switch near the end of the year and it's effectively a, a classic SNES controller with joysticks yes. on it to, to play Switch games. And there's a, a traditional purple button edition, which is like proper original. And then you've got yeah. the more colourful Super Famicom version with the coloured A's and B's and X's and Y's and stuff. Um, but they do look really cool. And I think if I had a SNES, I'd have one of those. Uh, yeah, I would. Rather than taking the side things off, I forgot what they call them, Joy-Cons or whatever they call them, and sticking them together, I think I'd sit and use the little SNES one. So, have a look at those if you've got a Switch, because they're definitely worth a look at getting. Uh, there's no exact date on them, or I don't think there's even a price on them yet, but 
the good thing about 8-bit do is they do like really cool stuff for stuff like switch and they're generally not too expensive they're one of those accessories that are usually cheaper than like the licensed official well i don't know if they are licensed but they're cheaper than like the sort of official from nintendo ones yeah, yeah so definitely worth a look um and then just to quickly round off the news the biggest title at e3 according to youtube viewing statistics was battlefront 2 really mm. yeah probably because a lot of people have said go and have a look at what they've done to battlefront it looks right maybe what more it people really... said that about any others yeah but right here's a top 10 list this is this really intrigued me as to where some games fell on this list so number one was star wars battlefront 2 number two was assassin's creed yeah. origins number three was fifa 18 Obvious. number four was cod world war 2 number five was god of war six super mario odyssey seven spider-man eight anthem nine need for speed and ten at dragon ball fighter z see to me i think anthem should have been at top i'm really surprised anthem and yeah. spider-man yeah, and are, are both down. lower than fifa and assassin's creed fifa's fifa to me is quite nichely european yeah. I know. I know. There's a lot of people across in the states that play it, but I think it's very nichely European and probably South American. Like, there's not going to be a huge number of players. I don't think in the states. Mm. Uh, I can understand Call of Duty being up there to an extent yeah, because it? it's a big franchise that people are hoping is going more back to its root. So you've probably got your your current era of COD fanboy. And then probably people more like us that want to have a nosy and see if it is going back to where it came from. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really surprised that after after how good looking Anthem was and how versatile and open the gameplay looked and stuff, I'm really surprised Anthem's down in eighth. Um, and and Spider Man, Spider Man was like one of the big things for this is one of the next big PlayStation exclusives. Spider Man, along with God of War. And the yeah, graphics, yeah. Um, Super Mario Odyssey seems about right to me, somewhere in the middle, because it's probably the best game you saw from Nintendo, but as we all know, sort of the Switch and Nintendo tends to be generally lower in terms of viewing figures because it's not as mainstream as your Xbox Ones and your PS4s. Yeah. But I'm really surprised Assassin's Creed is so high up Same. there as well. Yeah, That, that one surprised me. I would expect it, it to be second or third because it's been a year. Really? It's been two years since one's been out. So because they've had a year off, you expect it to be that high? Yeah. See what they've done in the year off. Hmm. Not that see much. See how they've changed it. <laughs> see, see what, the, well, exactly, yeah. But the thing, you the, the only thing, the only thing that's promising for Assassin's Creed Origins is the same guys that worked on Black Flag are the guys that worked on this. And obviously, people like myself, and as far as I know, all four of us here today, I could be wrong, Steve might have to correct me on this, but things like Unity and Syndicate are points where we've fallen out with that game and its franchise. Yeah, I fell out with from the first uh, game and never went back. I bought Unity because it were a five oh, and I so was you're, so you're not. <laughs> you're, so you're not a Creed fan whatsoever then? Uh, I'm not. And obviously, given the E3 order of, let's show you one of the most graphically stunning games you'll ever see, Metro, and follow it up with Assassin's yeah, Creed, where your environment doesn't really interact with anything you're doing. 
And you've got a UAV Eagle. Yeah. Why have you got a UAV Eagle? This is not Call of Duty. Because they've just, they've literally, no, they've literally just lifted that straight out of Ghost Recon Wildlands. Yeah. Yeah. We've talked about it before. It's literally, is that is point to point, the exact same mechanics. They've just loaded a different skin onto the onto the thing. Yeah. I wonder if this eagle can take down a helicopter and <laughs> <into> rotors. <laughs> Maybe. Be interesting to see if there are any helicopters in Assassin's Creed Origins. They've got them big-ass drawings in Egypt, haven't they? Things like They've got them animals. big-ass drawings in <laughs> Egypt. <laughs> what on earth does that have to do with helicopters? What if it's, well, they've got they big them? drawings. How did they know what they were drawing if they weren't looking at it from the sky? <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> they didn't build crop circles. What if the eagle's secretly a Moab? Yes. You do just circle oh. around the map a few times and then drop a Moab on it. Game complete. <laughs> Dear me. Get right, well, you know what? An AC you know what, Joshua? Yes. Seems like you're already making a tit of yourself. We're going <laughs> to yeah. move to Mastermind, where you oh, can fuck. finally enjoy presenting and make a tit of yourself. So, <laughs> let's do that. <laughs> Are you going to present it properly and explain what's happening? I don't know. <laughs> so I'll have to do that for you then. Yeah, go on then, you do that for me. So as more regular listeners will know, uh, whenever we do have guests on, Patreon guests or just other podcasting guests, we play Mastermind against them. Um, obviously, usually it's a game between the King brothers, which Steve has alluded to. He um, enjoys himself in in the past. Um but when it's a guest, we play Mastermind. And this week, Steve is obviously here to play and represent the listener. But it's my turn to represent the podcast. Because this is about the sixth one of these we've done, isn't it? In fact, it is the I'm sixth one. I'm not sure. We will have all had two goes at this point. Um, yeah. Even though I scored the best out of all of us last time I played, I still lost because Chris was on really on form. With Banjo Kazooie, I think he beat me by one point in the end or something, didn't he? It was quite close. It was close, but he still thrashed you. <laughs> How's one point a thrashing? You lost. End <laughs> of. You can't say shit. <laughs> you beat someone doing ironing. <laughs> barely. Yeah, barely. That that. barely. <laughs> and then, and then you actually got pasted by Phil Two Point Oh in his second attempt on the show. So you like can't say shit. Phil, <laughs> Phil 2.0. Uh, but yeah, so it's going to be me versus um, Steve, which means that I'm not presenting as I usually do. And because Joshua always ruins it for whoever's trying to present by writing <laughs> shitty questions, we've decided to put Joshua in the presenting hot seat and James has probably written him some <laughs> shitty questions. <laughs> to well, he's already three short of 30, so... <laughs> It's not the shitty questions, it's the lack of them, possibly. I don't think we've ever reached 15 and yeah. 15 when I'll it comes to I'll just go into someone else's knowledge. questions if I'm up. It's usually Teddy, so... But yeah, I'm going to hand you over to Joshua and he can do all the proper presenting from now. Right, so usually we have as specialist subjects which you were both picked. Hopefully you both remember what they are, because if not, I'm not changing it. Cod Zombies. 
you get two minutes on your specialist subject and then we'll go to general knowledge and that's two minutes up to 15 questions each if James had written 30 questions um, as Steve is the guest he gets to pick if he goes first or second on his specialist subject oh the pressure can I just say as well Josh that if I do win this you can have my point yes it's fucking you don't, unfortunately you don't win points but, for this uh, God damn it! Had I actually, you know, been allocated so a point, have Josh could have had it because I won't win anyway. Yeah, I, don't, I don't need. Po- I'm earning my points. Now. See, the the sentiment of you offering it him is absolutely fine for you to say, Josh, you could have my point if I, I earned one, but unfortunately, you don't earn one. So is Josh. I'm sorry, Steve. For you next week, I tried. Sorry, it's all, it's all right. Bring that bingo next week. Screw them all. I've started over. earning it myself though now, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck them both up. Both of them are doing a forfeit this year. <laughs> Let's do this. I'm going to do absolutely shocking, so get me out of the way first. Get you out of the way first. Okie dokie. So, your name, please, contestant number one. It's Stephen with a PH Frosham. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> Who decided on that? <laughs> a meme. I'm guessing his parents. Yeah, but was it your mum or your dad? Who's <laughs> to blame for this? <laughs> the internet it means is to blame for my name. <laughs> uh, and your specialist subject is? Final Fantasy IX, though I am regretting that decision now. <laughs> uh, Thomas, have you got the timer? Yep. Uh, you let us know when to go and I'll start reading. No, you say okay, two well, minutes on Final Fantasy IX, your time starts now, and then I press the button that starts the timer. What is he mastermind said, host your virgin. time starts now. No, do it properly. <laughs> <laughs> two minutes on Final Fantasy IX, your time starts now. Question one, what is the petrified forest called before it is petrified? Evil forest. Correct. <laughs> Question two, what is the name of... Zidane's group of friends that he worked with before the storm begins. Yes, correct. Question three: What is the competition? What competition is held in Limblum's city grounds? Festival of the Hunt. Correct. What is the title given to the Black Mage bosses? The Black Waltzers. Correct. Where is Freya from? Bermisha. Correct. I can't say that. Uh, what are the names of the two Jester characters? Thorn and Zorn. Fucking hell. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Who lends aid to Steiner in order to perform sword magic? Vivi. Correct. Where do you save your game? With a Moogle. Yes, a Moogle, of course, is the correct answer. Uh, what is unique about Ispen's castle? Upside down. If I'm, I'm thinking looking of the right for one. more of an effect it has. Oh god. Back. Yeah, come back to that. Come back to that. Uh, Final Fantasy. It, Final Fantasy Nine is played on two planets. What are they called? Gaia and Terra. Also, the Ispen Castle is the answer you're looking for. The one where you have to wear your lowest. We'll come back to it. Item gear. Each character has a short quote and still image, but whose is this? Dilemma. Having sworn fealty, must I spend my life in servitude? Steiner. Correct. Who can you te- Who can you catch frogs for? Queener. Correct. 
who is loyal to the Queen of Alexandria and defeats the group for storyline purposes. Started so I'll finish, and yes, it's Beatrix. Fucking hell, I didn't even have to finish it. Can I just say, I could answer every single one of them except the castle one that was stumbled on. I could answer all of when them. When I said it, it's the one Go where you've got on. to yeah. wear the lowest gear, yeah. yes, it is. You have, to wear, you have to use lower gear. I was right, <laughs> as if. Yeah. Some damage. But, but unfortunately, it. it's your first answer, Steve. You still got 12, though, as long as yeah. I counted, right? We went through 13, and you got 12 yeah. out of I'm 13, right with Steve, that. so that's. Bloody amazing. The other thing that annoys me is that I wish I'd picked Final Fantasy IX because I could have done all 12. Yeah. I could have done all same 12 that you did. picked one of the hardest ones I've ever had to write questions for. <laughs> get, get a grip! You really have. Get a grip! Be, you, your specialist subject is based on a character, not on a game. Oh, right? me? I thought yeah. you meant is. No, I'm going to no, say Final Fantasy is IX is easy. I've, I've played that and I know it's story inside out. Yeah, I know. I and this, this is either going to work in my favour or screw me over. It's, the reason I've done this is to try and get some fairly specific questions that aren't are too very vague. Specific questions, I'm going to so end up screwing it up because it's going to be things like one, years. There is one thing I've done to make yours a little bit easier. They tend, they go from beginning of his life towards the end of his life. That could work. Cause that's the only thing I've done to help order. you because it is quite difficult. Some of them I've moved up that don't really matter where they are. But go on then, let's just crack on. Best. Let's just crack on. Go on then, contestant two. Who the fuck are you? We all know I am Thomas King, senior King podcaster. And what is your specialist subject today? Ezio Auditore Differenza. And just so people know, who is that? <laughs> it's the assassin from Assassin's Creed 2 through to Revelations. Correct. That's not a point. <laughs> <laughs> right. Two minutes starting on Ezio. Starting now. Good it helps if you read me the question. It, it helps if you start reading me questions <laughs> when you say that. I did. I said number one, and I didn't think it were working. So I well, stopped. it weren't. Right. right. We'll do that again then. <laughs> we will. Would you like me to do the timer? Okay, now. No, I've got the timer, mate. That's not the issue. It's not bad over there. <laughs> two minutes. Two minutes on Ezio, starting now. Where is Ezio from? Uh, Florence. Correct. How old was Ezio when he died? 65. Correct. Question three. What piece of Eden did Ezio have to chase across to a different country? The apple. Correct. Question four. What makes Ezio take up the mantle of an assassin? Um, the assassination and murder of his brother and father. Uh, brothers and father. Correct. Question five. Who voices Ezio? Oh, um, Roger Craig Smith. Correct. Question six: Who taught Ezio the way? Who's taught Ezio the way of the assassin? Mario. Yes. His uncle Mario. Yep. Uh, question seven: What did Ezio's father call him shortly after his birth? Oh, um, oh, it's to do with the fact he nearly died. A, a fighter. Correct. Yes. Question eight: Ezio gets a scar on his lip from a rock being thrown at him, but who threw the rock? Oh, it's that guy that was trying to hit on Christina. Um, oh, damn, 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 damn. Uh, Vieri. Correct. Fucking hell. <laughs> Question nine: After a year in Rome, Ezio had made what? P- progress. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm not going to accept that. I don't know. That. Uh, question 10. The Apple of Eden spoke to Ezio, but what was the last thing it said before being locked away? Was it that it told him to find Altier? Incorrect. Ezio is aware that his life is merely a message for who? Uh, Desmond. Correct. In his later life, Ezio marries who? Sophia. I can't remember her name, though. Uh, 13. In what... What assassin receives training from Ezio to go go on to get her own game? Oh, it's the Chinese girl. Um, Xiao Jun. Yeah, correct. Yes. That was question 13, and you got two <laughs> incorrect. Go on, what were the two I got wrong? The one that you got wrong first was after you're in Rome, Ezio had made what? Progress is correct, but I was looking for an assassin's guild of new and old members. <sighs> And number 10, the one after, the Apple requested to be locked away. It says, I have more than played my part in your career and you must now return me. I couldn't remember that line. I was, I, I could only think of when he speaks to Minerva and Minerva's yeah. passing the message to Desmond through Ezio yeah. and telling him about everything that goes on. And that's all I could think of when you were talking about the Apple. And... Oh, what's that, 11? That is... Yes, 11 out of 13 answered. Not bad. So that's. And what was that? Steve got 12. Yeah. Oh. My head hurts (laughs) after that, seriously. (laughs) I'm I'm so glad there weren't any more more years in it. So glad there weren't any more years in it because literally the only one I knew other than that was that he stopped being an assassin in 1513. That's the only one that stuck in my head. (laughs) So we'll go back to contestant number one, Stephen. Yes. Are you ready for this? No. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> well, we've got general knowledge now, and there's 27 questions because James didn't write 230, <laughs> so try not to answer 15. <laughs> 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 right, so you'll get questions 1 through 15 and see how far you get, basically. Not very far. Two minutes on general knowledge, Steve. Your time starts now. Which game features the character Moneybags? Oh, for God's sake. Um, I know it, but pass. Uh, question two. Which Call of Duty Zombies map is it was the first to feature Perca-Cola machines? Verrupt. Correct. Collusion. Three. <laughs> what does FPS stand for? First person shooter. <laughs> Correct. Question four. In Rocket League, how many points are awarded for an epic save? 50. Incorrect. Question five. GTA 4 had a secret car located in the top left area of the map, but was but was, was the in-game <laughs> name for the car. What was the in-game name for the car? Uh, pass, because I never You're played welcome. it. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. In Ghost Recon Wildlands, information is passed on to you about your current mission by who? Some dude. Not played it. (laughs) (laughs) Incorrect. (laughs) Question seven. Within the opening cutscenes in the game, We we Happy Few, you're handed a joy pill. What happens if you take it? I haven't played the game, but I think I know the premise. Is it the one where it basically suckers you into living a false reality and you don't see the truth, so to speak, in a roundabout way? 
Incorrect. It's not the answer you were looking for. Damn Question it. eight. In Ark, what happens when you carry too many items? Your legs break and you can't walk. You're encumbered. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Question nine. <laughs> what what or within with within Minecraft is most efficient in crafting tools? Oh, um, iron. Incorrect. I'm possibly going to give you another one. <laughs> in RuneScape, what can you catch what? when fishing using... In RuneScape, what can you catch when fishing using a net? Lobsters. Incorrect. Oh, no. You need a lobster cage for that. Oh, stuff. I don't know. I don't play RuneScape. <laughs> I don't play shit games. Good. <laughs> right. Good. Hey. Thanks, Steve. Steve. Finally, Lovely. someone on my side. <clears throat> Thomas, this Minecraft question... It's what ore within Minecraft is most efficient. It's diamond. But is diamond classed as an ore? Yes. Because (sighs) if I was asked ore, I would think iron and steel and shit. Yeah, but steel's not an ore either. Diamond's a gemstone, whereas iron ore then becomes iron ingots. The only one that's actually an ore is iron. That's the only one that's actually an ore that you make. Oh, no, so can you make make tools of copper? It's a no, copper. there isn't. The only no, other ore is coal. Woodstone iron. Whether you class coal as an ore, you can't make tools with it. Uh, how many did he get? Did he get three and then one, that one and make two. it four? Is that right? Right, I've just Googled all two in Minecraft. Make it three. Tell me, Senpai Jen. What? Uh, it's a it's a it's a dodgy question. I can understand why Steve said iron because iron is one of the only ores. Yeah. But I I would have answered the question with diamond because I I figured it meant what is the strongest tool you can make. Give him a point. I'll be great. I was gonna use the you know just remember who's paying for this podcast card. But if you give me a point, that's cool. Well, that's exactly why I'm being nice to you, Steve. So uh, Steve got three then. Yeah, he answered ten and got three out of ten. So he's on so 15. Him on 15. Do you want to quickly skim the ones? Because I knew a few of them. Yeah. Um, which game features the character Moneybags? Spyro. Oh, for God's sake, yeah. Spyro 2 <laughs> specifically. <laughs> um, in Rocket League, how many points are awarded for an epic? 25. Series? It's 60. 60? Yeah. What's 25? Maybe that's maybe that's a clearance clear or something. Yeah, that's clear ball. Uh, GTA's special car. On GTA 4. I, I know it's a Mitsubishi Evo ripoff, so my Batsu? It's a Sultan RS. <laughs> oh, it's Sultan RS. Oh, sorry, it's a Subaru ripoff, isn't it? I think. Yeah. I can't yeah. remember what it looks like, so I don't yeah. know. Uh, Ghost Recon Wildlands, who gives you emissions? Uh, Karen, what's her face? Bowman. Karen Bowman. Bowman, that's it. Bowman. Um, Within the opening cutscenes of in the game, we happy few. You're handed a joy pill. What happens if you take it? Everyone starts laughing at you. The game ends <laughs> and you've obeyed the rules. What? All right. So kind of shit. Um, in spoiler our... alert, by the way. I am sorry. He got four because I thought he art, got three. The, the arc question was correct. Yeah, I put question yeah. marks next to that because you put an N next to it. Yeah. Good job I put question marks next to it, innit? You're welcome, Steve. Thanks, man. I, th- I thought I'd counted three three correct and then the or questionable one would have made it four. So, yeah, yeah so he's on 16. Uh, then there was the Minecraft one. And then in RuneScape, what can you catch when fishing using a net? 
um, think real life is actually quite realistic with what you use to catch fish. You can catch lobsters with eels, <laughs> uh, shrimps, and anchovies. Oh, they're, they're a bit like nice. eels. <laughs> in a roundabout Shrimp's way. more like lobster. <laughs> <laughs> so I need five points to tie and six to win. Challenge. Yes, that is Lol. correct. <laughs> I don't know, mate. I'm d- what what we've clearly noticed there is, in no offence to you, there were some questions that were certainly biased towards you, such as about Rocket League and yep. whichever one I called collusion <laughs> on quite Don't early on. You, you've got Call some coming duty. up. Oh, the Call of Duty zombies, that's it. So James has clearly written two sets of questions and gone, these are for Steve <laughs> and these are for Thomas. <laughs> so, And then we'll didn't see. write enough for him to get equally shared out. It doesn't matter. Oh, sure. Because in hindsight, you Go on then, contestant two. I'm back. I'm back. Contestant okay. two. I need five to draw, six to win. Okay. Yeah. Your time on general knowledge. Well, your two minutes start now. Crossout allows you to join a, fa- a new faction at what level? Ten. Correct. Question two. How many installments of the dirt games are there? Six. Incorrect. <laughs> what? I want I want clarification on that after. Me too. Continue. It, it Number right, thirteen in COD Black Ops Three. What are the mechanics called that help you jump high? Uh, Exo boosters. Incorrect. I'm skipping this one. Number fifteen. Name the four pack mangosts. I've done that one. Before. Oh, Inky, Blinky, Pinky, and Clyde. Correct. Number 16, who is the main protagonist in the game Horizon Zero Dawn? Aloy. Correct. Number 17, what is the maximum number of lives you can have on Crash Bandicoot? 99. Correct. Number 18, when playing a backwards compatible game on the Xbox One, how do you open the Xbox 360 menu? You have to press view and menu at the same time. Correct. In the game Rise, Son of Rome, what are the characters' reasons for hunting down the Emperor? Uh, he, they, they've killed his mother and sister. Correct. Number 20, what colour hair does Tomby have? Pink. Correct. Number 21, Rupture Farms is from which video game? Oh, um, we had this the other week. Uh, yep. Abe's Oddworld Odyssey. Correct. What is the currency in Sims? Simoleons. Correct. What Nintendo Wii game features a whole host of minigames such as billiards and tanks? Uh, oh, was it called Wii Play? Correct. Uh, number 24, in the game Rainbow Six Vegas 2, what real-life film appeared on a poster in the uh, casino map? Um, casino map. <laughs> you better write mess of that then. I did, yeah, it's because it's... <laughs> Because it's central aligned and the second part of the line is in the middle. Let me think. Stop talking. <laughs> what what film is on the poster in, in the a Calypso casino Calypso? Yeah. Um, trying to think. Which which Rainbow Six? The first one. Second. Second, second one. Um, Born Identity. Incorrect. It was Tropic Thunder. Your oh. dirt question, by the way, you were right. Because there's a showdown that I missed. Apologies. I know. And yeah. Dirt Rally. There's <laughs> Dirt sure 1, Dirt no, 2, Dirt 3, five. Dirt 4. <laughs> I had five. All oh, right, five. Showdown. <laughs> yeah, that's why I knew there were six, because there's four that are numbered, then there's Rally and Showdown. Yeah. I changed it. So I get a point for that. Does that mean 
Oh my god, did I get like eleven in that as well? I think so. Please count them up because I've got I've got myself down as having twenty two. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. <gasps> twenty does that be twenty three overall? I think so, yeah. <gasps> Those questions were exceptionally oh. easy. I <laughs> I don't give a shit because <laughs> I really want to put my Final Fantasy IX music in now, and we don't normally do, do that for Mastermind. Do I haven't got it on the soundboard. Oh. I really want... <laughs> da, 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 23, seriously. You better yeah. have counted that right. Recount. <laughs> Make sure I definitely got 12 right. I'm well pleased with myself if I got 23. Can I just say now that you've won? James, I'll take the uh, the money through PayPal or bank transfer. I don't mind either. <laughs> <laughs> However, just to point out that because o- only guests go on the leaderboard, you have actually still gone joint second, Steve. So it's not oh, yeah. ac- it's not actually all that bad. So Stephen Frodgson with you no know, with sixteen overall. What about you, you dick? <laughs> you what? Go so I got eleven. I got eleven right in general knowledge. Yeah. So that's twenty-two altogether oh. then. Yeah. I had 11 from Specialist. So 22, that's what I had down. So that's a, Is that including my dirt that James eventually gave me yeah. when he realised I was right? Yes, it is. Cool. I'll take that. Um, but yeah, Stephen, you, you officially go joint second with Chris, who got 16 across Banjo-Kazooie in general knowledge. You've got 16 across Final Fantasy IX in general knowledge. So you're joint second. I'll take that. Thank you very much. Nice. Yeah. You've beat sure, Brett. Yeah. Pretty sure he only got one wrong out of Final Fantasy. Yeah, he did. And he he even knew that one afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. So you would have got 13 out of that. Yeah. Pretty damn good. Uh, What we're going just quickly skim the ones that I didn't get right or wrong or whatever for the listeners. Yeah, or one of them. Um, There was only one? Yeah. Call of Duty Black Ops 3. What are the mechanics called that help you? Oh, yeah. I said Rocket. Exo rockets or something, didn't they? N thrusters. Oh no, sorry, N- thrusters. No. The N is for you getting it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there was one that I skipped because James had written a statement, I'm a goofy goober. And the answer underneath it is <laughs> You're a goofy goober, yeah. We're no, all goofy rock. goobers, yeah. It's rock. <laughs> I'm right. a goofy goober. Rock That's what I was expecting. I was thinking I'm a goofy goober, yeah. You're a goofy goober, yeah. We're all goofy goobers, yeah. <coughs> but yeah, you'd have got that one wrong then <laughs> if I'd have done that as a gaming um, question. That is not a gaming question. <laughs> so congratulations, Stephen, on coming to joint second on the board. It's nothing to be sh- sniffed at. I'll, I'll take no, second. I'm all right with that. The the lesson to be learned from everyone here is go really specific with your choices in future, like me, and just hope you know your choices like I did. <laughs> <laughs> just study intently. And the lesson for me um, is don't pigeonhole myself in select games and broaden my horizons. Not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, on that note, we'll move over to... Guest questions. questions. I joined nobody part re- way through. Nobody really joined in again. It happens every time we do this. <laughs> Try it again. We just need to pre-record us. We just need to play. We just need to pre-record us. Guest, guest questions. questions. There we go. That was horrific. 
<laughs> we just need to record that and keep it as a full soundbite. I don't even know why we use that. It started with Chris, didn't it? I think so, yeah. Because it was like, we have a special guest. Chris Evans. Not that Chris Evans. We never got that one. Or that one. It's a different one. Um, so, yeah, it's time for guest questions. So, people who are listeners and stuff have been sending some questions specifically aimed at Steve. Some to add to our amazing repository of randomness that we have. Um, we'll go through all the new and specific ones first. Uh, and I'll mention a few that have definitely earned a place in the repository of randomness. And then, depending on where we are for time, we'll probably fire a few from the repository of randomness at Steve. So are you prepared for this, Steve? I am. And, it, you know, obviously all the, the weird shit that I've asked your guys over the last few weeks, if you want to ask me and get my answers, I'm more than happy to divulge. <laughs> Yeah, I'm um, a bit scared to ask because this, I'm afraid of the so answers. Should be. <laughs> there's, there's some, there's some things that are like nowhere near as bad as what you ask, but on similar lines. So we'll, we'll stick with what we've got. Maybe we'll, we'll see. Um, James, you've actually got one specifically, haven't you? Yeah, I have. So, seems how like you like zombies so much. If you were stuck in the middle of a zombie apocalypse, which game character would you choose to have your back? And what would be your weapon of choice? But there are no Easter eggs in this, so don't get your hopes up, big boy. It's easy. It's easy. It's got to be Edward Richtofen, but it's got to be original Edward Richtofen, not reformed yeah. new multiverse Edward Richtofen, because <laughs> the original was absolutely batshit insane. His quotes were incredible, yeah. and just, he was awesome. Weapon-wise, there's only one weapon that anybody would want in a zombie apocalypse, and that's a PPSH. Yes. yes, obviously pack-a-punched. Yeah. Obviously. Pack the noise it made was insane, so it was just like, ring, oh. ring. <laughs> so, yeah, I can I can completely get down with both of those. I didn't know, I don't I know if you had to step. to buy Black Ops 3. Well, um, maybe when it's not going to cost me 80 quid just to play <laughs> <laughs> backwards compatible remasters of, I don't know, maybe at some point. Uh, I don't think you needed to stick to the COD universe for that, mate, but you chose to, so that's fine. You could have had anything. No, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. That's fine. Uh, Joshua, have you got one? You've not put it in the list officially, but I'll ask you. Um, what one male char- What one male gaming character would you physically dock yourself with? Oh, there's several. There's several. You got to pick. You got to pick one. You're going to be docked with this person for the rest of your life. <laughs> I'm going to pick Koji from Final Fantasy IX because he was quite a beautiful character. When he turned red in his trance state, he was also really beautiful. Yeah. And he's actually got a finite <laughs> life, so, you know, he's destined to die. It's not going to be forever, and then I get to play with his corpse. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I didn't dare ask him the questions. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, it's not necrophilia because he's a clone slash puppet, so you know he's not a real person. I'm not doing that <laughs> yeah. wrong. No, of sorts. Also, you know. he's attached to you, so it's like playing with yourself. Exactly. So yeah. it's a bit more feathery and beautiful. <laughs> exactly. Um, Matthew Clark has asked, "What video game character do each of us three King Brothers relate to the most, in your opinion?" This is one that I think is going to go in the random repository. Uh... Try and get put people on the spot in future. Huh. So well done, Matthew, on that. That's a good question. Um, 
You might have to come back to that one because uh, that, that, that needs a bit of thought. We can come back to it towards the end if you want to sort of think. It doesn't It doesn't specify kind of personality, looks, gaming style or anything like that. Um, so it can be any way you want it to relate to. I mean, James obviously has got to be Chris Redfield because if he's oh, a yes. game character, he would be Chris Redfield. Oh. But I don't think Chris Redfield sits and plays FIFA, so I don't know whether that would work. He would if he was um, with me. <laughs> I'm sure he wouldn't, James. We all know what you'd be doing with Chris. Oh, I know. Same thing I'd be doing. Bastard <laughs> Alf. <laughs> uh, Tom has got to be some kind of video game character that has a bit of authority and also likes the sound of his own voice. Tyrael. <laughs> Tyrael. Do you think Tyrael likes the sound of his own voice? Yeah, why not? I'd accept Tyrael. <laughs> I know I'd you'd accept, accept Tyrael. Tyrael. It's why Navi. I said it. I think my vocabulary is a little bit more advanced than, hey, listen! No, James. Fuck you. Hey, Going on to Josh. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> this is the hardest one because there's so many. Please call Josh him. Josh is hey, listen, him clap trap. Please call him clap Josh trap. Josh is Please hey, listen. Clap no, because well, he's navy. Josh is navy. Clap trap's cool. He likes dubstep. He, he does his own little beatboxing, and he's just an all-round fun guy. <laughs> Look at me, Navi's I'm dancing. Navy's an absolute outcast wanker that nobody likes. Sorry, Josh. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Good, isn't it? You got nailed there. <laughs> Me. I'm gone. There you go. While, while James <laughs> dies in the background. Oh my god. Um, However, Navi's redeeming feature is he does bingo. Bingo's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I do bingo, I'm going to master a Navi voice and do it all. Hey, listen! Oh god, hey, eight. It's bingo time, bitches! <laughs> hey, listen! 54! <laughs> hey, listen! Two! <laughs> Two little ducks! 22. Oh, you sound like Herbert the Pervert. Let me go over there and rub your thighs. You okay. stop doing Herbert the Pervert impressions while I move on to more questions. Uh, the guys from Don't Lose Your Headline podcast have asked, have you ever had a truly memorable jump scare in a game? That can also go in the repository of randomness, because I like that one. Uh, I actually answered this one a while ago. Uh, that would be the Dark Souls one. I'm, I'm just kind of slightly zoned out. I think I was actually slightly stoned at the time, but I did things like that. Listeners, don't do drugs. <laughs> it's not good for you. You know, disclaimer and all that. Um, so I, I were in my own little world. I'm running through a room. I killed everything in room. And uh, there's a little archway to the bottom right at room. So I just turn, go into the archway. And even though I should have known there was someone there ready to smash my face in with a massive weapon, it still actually made me jump in my seat. Uh, Craig Mitchell has asked, who's the worst player you've ever played Rocket League with? <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> well, I do you know what? Funnily enough, that mantle was Craig's until I played with James the other day. <laughs> hey, hey, come on. Come on. Well, Craig, Craig was saying he expected it to be him. He said if it's not him, he's concerned about who else you're playing Rocket League with. Um, <laughs> but... The worst player would probably be... Now, nah, we're playing Oops with Dave, eh? This is going back a couple of months. And uh, there was this dude, and he was that shit on his own team that he actually put in the text box, bearing in mind how long it takes to type in the Rocket League text box, he put, I'm now on red team and tried scoring for us because he couldn't get any goals for his own team. But kudos to the other guy. The other guy <laughs> stuck with it and still managed to get a few against us, even though there were three. So, you know, best and worst experience. <laughs> Uh, Paul Kelso has asked a couple. He says, 
well, actually, it's one long question involving multiple things, so I'll do that first. What's your favourite game? It's a toss-up between Final Fantasy IX and maybe one of the Dark Souls franchise. I'll probably say Final Fantasy IX, though. I've got a lot of memories for that. I had a feeling that you'd go there or Elder Scrolls franchise, maybe. Um, What's the worst game you've played? Brink. Does anybody remember that piece of shit? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Fuck that. I bought it for a tenner, I played it for half an hour, I thought it was shit and I sold it. <laughs> Did exactly the yeah. same thing, I walked right back to town with that oh, shit. <laughs> it was awful. And it looked so good from the trailers. It really was. But it was, it was <sighs> terrible. Um, and then his other part of that was, uh, what's the one game you'll just always turn to if you like really can't decide what to play, what do you kind of end up playing, I guess it means. Uh, you see the Rocket League or Zombies, generally. Or every now and again, I'll, yeah. I'll boot Sonic 2 up and I'll do a bit of multiplayer. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd also ask as a secondary question, do you prefer going and getting a physical disc or downloading a game digitally? I am all for digital. Absolutely, through and through. Mm-hmm. I used to be this for 360 just because they were cheap, but and you didn't need to install them as well. But no, I'm, I'm digital yeah. all the way. It's cheap enough. You can buy credit online cheaper than what it is to actually buy it through box, preload that credit. Everybody's a winner. Yep. There you go. Um, Katie Hayworth says, can you please do the washing up after the podcast is finished? And you can tell that bitch to fuck off and suck a dick. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. The question is, are you going to go say that to her afterwards or is she going to have to wait two days until the podcast comes out? I can ring her right now on the podcast. She's only upstairs. I'll ring her and tell her. Let me me ring her right now. Let's, Let's get some comedy on podcast. Okay. Oh, you said there's no comedy. What? Because <laughs> we've not played Bingo. I wonder why he's even a patron. <laughs> While you're doing that, I'm going to ask you another. In fact, no, just get her. Fine. We'll ask another question. She's ringing. We're going. She's not going to answer now. That's going to be disappointing. Just going to come downstairs and say, "Why are you ringing me?" Katie. What? Fuck off and suck a dick. Anybody in particular? Anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I just go away and suck a dick. I'm not washing the pots. Just because you're pregnant, you think you can get out of washing pots. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Please note that King thing does not condone misogyny. HJO4103 as Have you ever physically snapped a disc in half due to frustration? He has. It was Matt Hoffman's BMX. <laughs> Uh, no, never, ever, 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 ever. Although I did once scratch a disc with a compass on the top because I wanted to scratch the name of the actual game into it and then realised I scratched all the film off and the disc didn't work. <laughs> Things you do when you're a kid. <laughs> I don't think I've ever purposed the broken one. Not, that I'm, not to my knowledge, anyway. I know a kid that pressed fist through his Xbox because he got quickscoped. <laughs> because he got quick scoped. Literally. Wow. Back off one, got quick scoped, stood up, put his fist through his box and didn't buy another one for a year. Nice. <laughs> um just so you know HGO fourteen oh three, that is going in the repository of randomness, but it will be reworded as have you ever snapped a disc in half due to frustration? HGO fourteen oh three has. It was Matt Hoffman BMX. There you go. <laughs> so you've got he's, he's got iconic status now. Uh, he also said punch one in the ear. Kick one in the threat, I think that means throat, <laughs> and poke one in the eye between the three of us, the King Brothers. I just go, just go through them again. Dying. 
Punch one in time. the ear. Punch one in the ear. That's got to be James. He'll react the best. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Josh. Josh would react the best to punch in the ear. Kick <laughs> one in the throat. That would be you. Just to silence you for a bit. Oh, <laughs> and then poke one in the eye. That'd, that'd be James, because then I'd use the lubricator finger and shut it up his ass. <laughs> and people wonder where all the weird questions come from each week. Here's your answer. For any um, new listeners, this isn't a regular occurrence. I'm only on like once a year, so you know the rest of the time it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> this this is the this is the drawback to allowing um, Patreon sponsors on the show, isn't it? <laughs> just the drawback to letting me out for a day. <laughs> Uh, Music Me has asked absolutely loads. He says, who would win in a fight, Crash Bandicoot or Super Mario? And obviously you have to justify why. Crash Bandicoot, because although Super Mario's got all this really cool stuff and that really stupid hat that he's got now, um, you know, Crash will just whip out his Apple Zooka and blow the shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's justified reason. It's a bit like the other question that we've already got on the list, which is Sonic or Mario and why. And the answer usually ends up being Sonic because of the fact that he's just too fast yep. for Mario. And so he will always defeat him. Um, what else did he ask? He asked, where do you see the future of gaming? Is VR really the next big thing? That's a loaded question. VR is not. AR, however, is. If you haven't seen HoloLens, go you and check it you out. You still want a HoloLens, don't yeah. you? Hon- you're worse, God, you're worse than me. I've, you know, you've seen the video of the dude sat in his room playing Gears. I've, oh, you know me. You my know me. God. The thing, the thing is, right, my entire rant last week about Xbox One X not supporting VR, if they turn around and they, they bring back HoloLens, fine, I'm over that. I'm over that. But... For them to not mention it, it's gone dead in the water for the last like eighteen months. That when was the last thing you heard about Hololens? As uh, long as they bring it back, it's fine. Within the last twelve months, definitely they did a few demo things. Maybe, yeah, so, maybe maybe eighteen months is a little bit too far. But when they brought out that super surface and stuff, they yeah. they showed off some more Hololens. I think that's where they're going. That yeah. and they're also on about making like three hundred pound versions of the Hololens, but getting them out to OEMs to make rather than Microsoft. So. Potentially mass market. Finger, fingers crossed they will use the power of the Xbox One X to do that. Oh my god, yes. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. Um, he also says, do you think retail stores selling games will soon be a thing of the past? I would like to say yes, because, you know, HMV, it died, it came back, and nobody cared. Game, <coughs> nobody cares. No, <laughs> uh, nah, they, they need to. They really need to. When you can get stuff I that think... comes out on launch for like 20 quid cheaper on Amazon than anywhere else for a start. But digital all the way. Digital future. So the secondary part of that is, do you think physical games in general will disappear? Then? Yes. Yeah. I was on board when yeah. Xbox One came out with full digital. I didn't care that they took a disk drive out. The fact that yeah. they didn't stick to the guns and they put it back in was a disappointment for me. The, th- the thing is that you're also finding, though, is when you go to... I- I've literally just experienced this tonight as well before this recording. I've just been in to Tesco's and I had a quick wander down the gaming aisle just to see what was there and what what, what, what was what they were selling and stuff. And as I looked, what you seem to get in a lot of places now like that is they have the games, they have the physical discs, 
But they have this whole section now, which is just a rack of hooks, and hung on there are little plastic and yes. cardboard cards. Yeah. And you buy a little plastic or cardboard card from Tesco, take it back, type a code on, and get a digital game. Yeah. 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 And don't get me wrong, it's sometimes cheaper than going on the Xbox store or the PlayStation store and buying it direct from them. So there is some sort of sense to doing that. But even the shops, the retail shops, are now selling little cards that give you games. Some It started out with small stuff. I remember it being things like Minecraft yeah. and stuff like that started it. But now I've literally walked through Tesco's tonight. Gran Turismo Sport, you can go buy a digital pre-order from Tesco's with a card for your PlayStation Network. Um, oh, it was something else for Xbox that's a pre-order. I can't think what it is off the top of my head. Oh, Forza yeah. 7. So two racing games there, both the, both consoles exclusive. You can walk into Tesco's today, take this card to a desk, and, and buy a digital pre-order instead of going and buying it from... So if somebody wants to give that as a gift, but the game's not out yet, it kind of give, still gives you a little bit of something physical. So I think that's probably the... That's a medium that you'll get. And I think that the thing, the thing for me is with physicals is I love special editions. So I love my Fable special edition. I love my Assassin's Creed special edition. I love my Division special yep. edition. Despite what might come of the game afterwards, I love things like that. And for that to still occur and it just be a digital code for the game, I'm down for Absolutely. that. Absolutely. As long as, as long as the death of physical games in boxes doesn't deteriorate the existence of special editions and not necessarily think of south park the fractured but home if you pre-order deluxe edition for that they actually with limited quantity obviously mailed you all the physical extras that you got from buying the deluxe edition of the physical game you just got them sent in the mail in a digital game if that game ever launches well this is also true but i also <laughs> think of the bigger picture not to detract yeah. from gaming but if you send 50 codes of Forza to a store and 47 get nicked. Yeah, the code's not been scratched off, but they know what code they've sent. As soon as somebody yeah. puts that in, bang, your account's banned, mate. Yeah. Whereas, you know, a physical oh, yeah. disc. They've got stuff like it, that. used it, done. Yeah. So, yeah, there's this, there's the definite security aspect for things falling off a wagon, as they <laughs> used to do with games. Uh, it's oh, a shame so this podcast ago. is only audio, because I had, like, um, air quotes then. Uh, and the last one we've got anyway, I'm, I'm, I kind of hijacked that question, so I'm going to ask you the last one that we got sent for you, which was uh, Dummy2008 asks, uh, would you rather have a prostate exam by Jax from Mortal Kombat or Blanka from Street Fighter? And just to recap for those that don't realise, Jax from Mortal Kombat, Cyborg Arms, Blanka from Street Fighter, big green dude with ginger hair that's aggressive and horrible and... Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a hard get hurt decision because, you know, on the one hand, you've got that automatic, almost rabbit-esque, super-duper, you know, you're going to get a jackhammer in your asshole and feel amazing. But you go down the other route, you're just going to get ripped in half, which, let's be fair, when you're getting taken up the ass, that's what you want. You don't want somebody to just go in there and do the business and go, you want to get torn in half. You want to feel it. James knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> James is really from memories right now. I'll have to call you back. <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> I'm gonna do three at random from the random repository, just because of time restraints and people have sent us a lot. So I'll do three, and we'll hope for good ones. So generation of question we get 
Ah, fitting, considering conversation we've had tonight. Who would you rather have following you for the rest of your life, Claptrap or Navi? Claptrap, easy. <laughs> yeah, I think I knew your answer. Most people say Claptrap to that. It's the right choice. Yes, it is. Um, another one is... Ah, we've had this one quite a lot before. Sex, marry, kill, Princess Peach, Lara Croft, Samus Aran. Kill Summer. <gasps> oh. I would have sex with Lara and I'd marry Peach because, you know, she likes to get kidnapped, quote unquote. So you're always up for a bit of an excitement in the bedroom because you can just bring another guy right, in. Right, so you think it'll lead to a little BDSM <laughs> roleplay? Yeah, it will. I get you. I see your logic there, sir. Uh, and then one that you've possibly discussed with us before that's come up on this one uh, what are you sorry what is your favourite video game soundtrack or just music from video games in general um, I will start by selling another product if I'm allowed to if nobody has checked out some guys called Overclocked Remix check them out they did a remix of the Final Fantasy IX soundtrack the other year for uh, the celebratory anniversary I mean, the, the original soundtrack, as you guys all know, is fucking A. But their remix was on point. Every just track, about to say. perfect. Didn't lose the original feel. And like a mix of techno, dubstep, metal, death metal riffs. You know, just everything. Amazing. But as far as soundtracks go, it's either going to be Final Fantasy IX, Skyrim, or Rocket League. If I had to pick outright. Rocket League's a very good one. That's come up before, definitely. Yeah. Um... There are some good ones out there, definitely. And Rocket League yes. is one of them. So I can agree with that as a choice. No, what were your others? Sorry, Rocket League, Skyrim. Final Fantasy Nine, and uh, Skyrim. And, and Skyrim. I mean, the, the, you'll know yourself. You listen to Skyrim soundtrack. You can visualize the game. If that makes sense. I, yeah. I, yeah. This is the thing. I listen to Elder Scrolls Online as a soundtrack more than I do anything else from the Elder Scrolls series, and I. I can literally imagine what zone I'd be in when I hear the music as doing. it comes on. Yeah. So, yeah, and what you'd be doing, it's like there's certain music where you know that you're in a town and you're probably, I don't know, crafting something or destructing for materials, and there's other ones where you know that you're in a particular area killing a certain it thing. It just it triggers, is. it's a good memory trigger. And it shows how good the music is as well, that you can just hear it and it instantly relates it's Final to Fantasy IX is the same. So, area but yeah, it's area. the same across the whole Elder Scrolls franchise. It's just the Elder Scrolls Online is the one that sticks with me. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, definitely. So, And that that's all we'll do, just because of time. So, Thanks for having me. Thank you very much, Stephen. Thank you very much for being part of it. Yeah, and for funding it and doing everything else you do for oh, us. We'll get, to, we'll get to that bit in a minute. What I was going to say is... If you would like to be involved and obviously ask us things or give us things to talk about, make sure you follow us that underscore king underscore thing on Twitter or just type that king thing into Facebook and we should come up and you can follow us there. And you can also get in touch with us on Reddit with our own personal subreddit, which is just that king thing. Uh, and you can see episodes and post stuff to us there as well for us to discuss. Um, if you would like to join Steve in supporting us financially, you are more than welcome to do so. Steve, among four or five other people now, is sponsoring us monthly on Patreon. Um, it gets you this if you're lucky enough and paying enough, <laughs> which is to be part of the show for an episode. And there's other little cool perks and stuff. 
Steve, have you got any nice words to say about why you pay for it? I don't know. Why do I subscribe? Why else would anyone subscribe? I like your shit. I've known you guys for years. James, not so long, but, you know, you're all technically the same person, split into three. A bit like Cool Runnings. <laughs> <laughs> we seem to get slightly less hairy the, f- the further down the generation you get. Uh, I've noticed that, actually. I have noticed that. <laughs> I can't grow a beard. That's why I appreciate them so much, because I understand how hard it is to grow one. Welcome to my world. Welcome to my world. I get little stubbly bits of shit that grow on one side and other side, and then this bald patch between them. <laughs> but no, yeah, you know, you've got to support what you like. You're a bunch of regular guys. You're not some. Oh, I can't bash. We'll just say you're not some other high-profile YouTube star with billions of views and likes that had a breakdown recently. If I say it like that, it doesn't put a name in there. So, you know, you're not some bellend <laughs> like that. You're just regular regular Joes that talk shit like everybody else. That's why well, I if subscribe. Well, if that had never persuaded anybody else to subscribe, nothing will. You're real. You're not fake. So, you're real. You don't do stupid publicity stunts. Thanks, Steve. You're real guys with real Except feelings that people like. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks. So now that I've praised the hell out of you, you know... When do I get my money? You can have a free month of Patreon <laughs> or something. <laughs> <don't know>. yeah. <laughs> I'll finally make the t-shirt. Um, so yeah, if you agree with what Steve says, give us some dollar. <laughs> <laughs> and buy a mug and buy a phone case because they're both awesome. I own these. Uh, yeah, well that's it. We have people that the people have these things and don't Patreon, and that's just as big of a thing for us. So thank you to. Steve again on that, I suppose, but also other people. I know, I know Harry HDO forty no three. He's a merchandise purchase purchaser, but not a subscriber Harry, on Patreon. You're one step away from greatness. Do it. He does things like sends me a picture of him drinking from his uh, mug. He's like listening to the show and sends what a picture of him. I send that same picture with a computer screen that says Patreon subscriber next to it. Just do it, Harry. No pressure, just do that it. That would be good. One of good. us. One of us. <laughs> just do it. Join Glenn. <laughs> yeah, Glenn's a Patreon subscriber. Alright. Matt Clark's a Patreon subscriber. Alright. Um, obviously, Jerry Narco is the original the Patreon OG. subscriber. The OG. <laughs> the OG. The fir- OG. He was the first one. And obviously, Stephen is here. So yeah, but that's that's the joys of being a Patreon subscriber. So that that is all we have for this week, I'm afraid. Um it's been a fun week. Thanks for coming and claiming your right to be a guest, Stephen. It's been fun. Thanks for allowing me to all be, crude. be myself and not completely <laughs> ruin the show in one episode. It's <laughs> fine. You yeah, you found it you found a nice balance. I'd, I'd like to think I yeah. did. Apart from the misogyny. Minus the misogyny. What day are we on? Tuesday. Tuesday misogyny. Yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday now. Oh, that's it. It's ruining the world of podcasting. <laughs> Thursday. People are listening on a Thursday. <laughs> uh, but that is yeah, that is all we have time for. So I will get everyone to say goodbye and then play the remix theme tune done by the one and only James Hargreaves. Everyone going to say goodbye? Goodbye. Bye. Toodaloo. Goodbye, everybody. See you next week. Ciao. Bye. <laughs>